Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to the Fourth Quarter Lights podcast. It is Monday, September 20th. After the week three college football slate, did not do a preview and prediction podcast this week. Sometimes it can get a little repetitive and sometimes it can really be meaningless uh, because my predictions never end up being uh, fairly close. Now, I was not too far off on, on the South Carolina game, and I have Twitter posts to, uh, to back this up. My prediction on the Georgia-South Carolina game was 44-10. to uh, Was not far off of that. It, was, it ended up being 40-13. to So pretty close on that one. But i uh, going to jump right into a recap of the Week 3 interesting games or significant games, games that had meaning or games that I cared about in the uh, week three college football slate starting off with Bama and Florida I am going to be completely honest with you I turned this game off when it was 21 to 3 Bama looked like they were going to absolutely destroy Florida Florida could not stop them offense you know Alabama was just doing whatever they wanted offensively and Florida couldn't move the ball. Then all of a sudden, I see the score, and I I turn the game back on with like 30 seconds left, and it's 31 to 29. Bama's leading, and I, I don't know what happened because it doesn't it, it still doesn't compute for me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Florida. Florida's quarterback, Emory Jones, go look at his box score. He didn't have 200 yards passing. He didn't have a passing touchdown. He threw an interception, at least one interception that I know, that I saw. He didn't have 100 yards rushing. In fact, nobody on Florida had 100 100, uh, yards rushing. Anthony Richardson didn't play because he has a hurt hamstring. It, it doesn't make sense. I, I can't even compute the stats to figure out how the hell Florida came back in that game and ended up scoring 29 points. It literally does not make sense. Emory Jones was not good. He was terrible. They didn't have a great running attack. Nobody had 100 yards on the ground. And In fact, I think Emory was the leading rusher. He had like 70 yards or something. What happened? I still need somebody to explain this. I mean, and I've heard, well, Florida dominated on both sides of of the line and defensive line best in the country. I've heard all that, but it still, it just doesn't even compute to me. I I don't understand. Um, Whatever. Bama ends up holding on. They escape in the swamp 31 to 29. But it, it definitely shows that Bama is is mortal. They're human. They can lose. That was proven because they, they could have and, and maybe should have lost that game somehow. Bama's defense, ooh, shaky. Shaky, shaky. Uh, next game, Georgia-South Carolina, as I stated earlier. Georgia won 40-13. This game was never really in doubt. It was 26-6 to at the half. Uh, Georgia really never struggled. 
the only thing that that I just I, I can't there's there's two things about this game that Georgia fans some you know half of us will feel this way the other half won't and that's just because we're critical of Kirby Smart and other people aren't um, we we definitely took our foot off the gas uh, because it was forty to six with like eight or nine minutes left in the third quarter so I mean the last you know, half of the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter didn't score a point. Uh, really wasn't even trying to, to move the ball. It didn't seem like uh, JT Daniels, you know, he his night was done, which he had over 300 yards and three touchdowns, by the way. But, uh, you know, so again, took our foot off the gas, probably could have won that game like 63 to 13, to be completely honest, or, you know, 56 or whatever. Um, but didn't, you know, 40 to 13. But the other part of that is the QB shuffle that Kirby Smart decided to play. Where JT Daniels was 8 for 9 for 120 yards and a touchdown, and Kirby Smart decided, eh, let's give Stetson Bennett a shot. He deserves the playing time. We're going to give him a chance to get in there. What happens? First play, comes in, throws a pass. It's high. It's intercepted. South Carolina returns it all the way down to, like, our 10. Luckily, our defense, which is unbelievable, uh, held them to a field goal. And then we didn't see Stetson again until late in the game when we were up 40-6. to I just don't make it make sense. JT Daniels is 8 for 9 for 120 yards and a touchdown. Looking great. Georgia's rolling at this point. It's 14 to 3. We we could have been marching down the field to make it 21 to 3. Nope, we're going to we're going to put Stetson Bennett in because apparently this is JV high school football and he's deserved playing time. No. Bull crap. It's JT Daniels team. JT is the better quarterback. He's more talented. He has a better arm. He has a higher football IQ. Okay, Stetson, Stetson may have him in mobility. That's about it. Doesn't have him in size, strength, IQ, any anything like that. It's just it's it's frustrating, man. And it's the same thing year after year, over and over. Just leave it alone. Leave JT in the game for whatever. Uh Vandy this week for UGA, and that that's going to be fun. Uh, Vandy decided to cancel twice on UGA last year. UGA fans didn't forget. The players didn't forget. Uh, it's going to be ugly. Um, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Man, Oklahoma just does. They don't look very good. Uh, I, I realize that they're three and zero, but in one of their wins was like seventy two or seventy six to zero. But man, in the two wins that they have, the other two, I mean, they just have not looked good. Um, I mean, twenty-three to sixteen against Nebraska. Nebraska's not a very good team. I, I don't understand Oklahoma. I I have a feeling that Oklahoma is going to slip up real soon here. I mean, they they won by five against Tulane, you know, earlier, and, and now beating Nebraska by a touchdown when they were. I, I don't know, was what was it, 18 points or something they were favored by? It's just, it's weird, man. I feel like Oklahoma's just going to fall flat on their face to somebody here real quick. 
it's going to be interesting to see who. Um, Oregon, Iowa, A&M, they all rolled, didn't have any trouble there. Clemson, though, struggled. Struggle bus win, 14-8 to against Georgia Tech. Needed a goal line stand on fourth and goal just to beat Georgia Tech. Uh, weird weird game, man. Clemson, Clemson is broken. They have no offense. It, it's really strange. DJU, um, he... I, I don't know. I mean, I think Georgia was his, his best game of the season, if I'm not mistaken, as far as uh, passing yards. he's He just does not look good. He's, he's lost. I don't know if it's the offensive line. I don't know if it's because they don't really have a running game or if if it's because Justin Ross is really their only wide receiver. I don't know what the deal is. Clemson does not look like a good football team, and Georgia's win against them does not look very impressive because they they just don't look good. They fell all the way down in the polls, I think, to nine uh, this week, and and I don't even know that they should be that high. They just they look terrible. They have to get some things figured out. Um, speaking of not looking very good, Ohio State they ended up beating Tulsa forty-one to twenty, but that was a lot closer game than the score actually indicated. Um, Ohio State needed twenty-eight points in the second half to to put up 41 and uh, their defense just looks really shaky if I'm an Ohio State fan I am severely concerned with that defense uh, because it does not look good they fell in the polls too I believe they're number 10 right behind Clemson uh, that Auburn and Penn State game though that was pretty good I, I you know most people were picking Auburn in that uh, or Penn State in that game unless you're an SEC fan then the SEC fans seem to be picking uh, Auburn. It was a good game. I, I'm not going to discredit Auburn or Penn State. Um, you know, it, it finished in a one touchdown game. It was 28 20. And uh, I, I think that Auburn, you know, they played two high school teams in week one and two, and it kind of showed they, they weren't as prepared as Penn State was. And Penn State's definitely played a tougher schedule f- through the first couple weeks. Um, so. Uh, that was that was a good game. Uh, Michigan and MSU, both of them rolled. Uh, Michigan State was impressive. Uh, they beat Miami like thirty-eight seventeen. Michigan as well. They absolutely blew out um, Northern Illinois. That's who they were playing, and it was like sixty-three to three at the end of the third. They ended up winning sixty-three to ten. Their offensive line and their running game right now is out of this world. They're they're not passing the ball, but they really don't need to uh, because nobody is able to stop the run. So uh, that is all the games for this week. Uh, probably not going to do another preview and prediction, to be honest. seems like a waste of time. Just going to do a recap next week. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed the show and continue to listen. If not, then no big deal. I'll probably just you know stop the podcast altogether. But uh, again, thank you to all eight of you that will listen to this podcast. Hope you have a great week, and go dogs.